Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Stuart Huggins, and I am the student minister here at the Wesley Center in Chattanooga, and I am also the youth director at St. John United Methodist Church. And I hope you are all having a great week. My week has gone like this. Let's just say that I forgot today was Friday. That's how my week has gone. So uh, on Fridays, I like to jump over here and send you guys off on a safe and healthy weekend and a warm weekend with our DVRs for today. And our DVRs for today are Psalm 50, 1 Kings 14, 1 through 18, and 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 20. And I'm going to be hitting 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 20 today. And I'm going to kind of break it up a little bit and then uh, encourage you guys to read on a little more and do a little more studying yourself. So this is 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 20. I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a prosecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly along with the faith and love that are in Jesus Christ. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners for whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only King, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle as well. Holding on to faith and good conscience, which some have rejected and some have suffered shipwrecks regarding their faith. Among these are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to, not to blaspheme. Alright, so um, I'm going to kind of give you guys a bit of a small synopsis, and then I want to encourage you guys again to go and read a little more into this, because this has uh, got a lot of good, good stuff in it. So... Let's, let's chunk it up a little bit. I'll chunk it up into four different categories. Yeah, four different categories. I couldn't remember if it was four or five. Anyway, so 1 Timothy 12 through 14. These three verses are pretty much like a big sandwich. Verses 12 and 14 are the slices of bread. They speak of the love and grace of the Lord Jesus when he showed, when he showed his attitude towards Paul. He showed his attitude towards Paul. They wrap around verse 13 the filling of the sandwich the meat and cheese the veggies verse 13 speaks of paul's credentials to be chosen for salvation service and a life in ministry so paul's credentials are not very good to say the least like he said he was a violent man a prosecutor a blasphemous you you name it he was he was all the above so he was an active enemy of jesus actually the best paul could offer are two qualities he was ignorant and he was an, he was unbelieving. Those you you might think that is crazy that somebody has those kind of credentials and who lived a life of ministry and served in ministry the way that Paul did. Okay, Paul, we would not have the church that we have today um, if it was not for Paul and his ministry and the things that he did. So crazy to think those two those two uh, characteristics that he could really speak of for credentials and qualities are not really credentials and qualities that you'd want in a minister like that. All right, so moving on. 1 Timothy 15 through 16. 
So these two verses show God's grace can turn things upside down. The very thing that seemed to make him most the most unlikely candidate makes him, by God's grace, the most likely candidate. So here's the logic. Christ came into the world to save sinners. Paul says, I am the chief of sinners, basically. Therefore, Christ came to save me, to save him, foremost of all, or to save us in this case, because we are also the chief of sinners. 1 Timothy 1 through se uh, 1, 17, excuse me. Verse 17 is a doxology, or in this case, a word of praise to Christ. He is the king, he is eternal, immortal, invisible. He alone is wise, he deserves honor and glory forever. The last of these is really a commandment. Men ought to give glory to Christ and honor him in their hearts, spirits, and minds, their words, and their lives. And this is really what Paul is urging and charging Timothy to do at this point, pushing this onto him as, as his uh, discipler. So Timothy has a very specific charge to remain Ephesians and guard the church against false teachers. However, that's just Timothy's small corner. That's just Timothy's personal time and place and opportunity to give God glory and honor and give Christ glory and honor. So let's wrap it up. 1 Timothy 18 through 20. So Paul characterizes the work of, the, of his ministry as a fight. And... Um, uh, from Pastor Keith and myself, we probably can also both say that it is not, not an easy fight. It is not easy work. It's a battle because one has to contend with the other. Sometimes the enemy is within. Sometimes the enemy is without. Oftentimes the enemy has foot in both, in both places, um, making the work that we do in ministry sometimes can be very difficult, especially... Uh, in campus ministry when there's so many other temptations around versus uh, coming to hang out at Wesley with some other people and get some ministry going on there. So uh, I want to encourage you guys to go and read a little more about uh, what Paul charged Timothy with over the next, uh, next week. And I will see you guys again next Friday. This is all I have for you guys. So everybody have a safe and healthy weekend. Get your homework done and I will see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you